Let's go, girls. This is Jennifer Blome and Wendy Weiss on KTRS. Brought to you by STL Medical Weight Loss. See the Dr. Joe difference at stlmedweightloss.com. Good morning, everyone. Happy Monday, February 5th, and thank you for joining us on the Jennifer and Wendy Show. Morning, Wendy. Hello. Connor McCarthy is here as well. Good morning, Connor. Good morning. And the World Bank's Missouri Tech signs open at 84126. We'd love to hear from you. Professor Greg Willard, our KTRS legal analyst, will join us at 1020. We'll talk about all things border. And then in our next hour, Jennifer McDaniel joins us in our For Your Health segment about chocolate and your heart. And it's all good news. It is all good news. Which is great. Which, yeah, that works for everybody. (laughs) We have so much we want to chat with you all about um, the Grammys. Oh, and listen to this from... Joe Dancer, I believe. Monday checklist, 10 fingers, 10 toes, two ears, two eyes, one nose, one mouth. Mm-hmm. She's got it all this morning. I have to tell you, I went back to urgent care in Richmond Heights. You did? Why? On Saturday. Why? Uh, for a follow-up as my oh. injuries continue. I'll be there next week, too, to get some stitches out. But this nurse practitioner who told me he would prefer to remain anonymous. Okay. But I looked him up. This is all legit. Told me that he used to be in journalism. And I was like, oh, really? Because, yeah, you and Karen Foss, you know, inspired me. He's 48 years old. He said, I started out at Parkway. Mark asked him, where'd you go to school? And then my family moved to Ladue. So I was at Ladue High School and I dropped out. I hated it. You dropped out of Ladue High School? Yes. And then he got his GED. And then he uh, was at the University of Gainesville. University of Florida in Gainesville. So he got a degree in psychology and then he got a master's in journalism from the University of California at Berkeley. While he was at Berkeley, this man, nurse practitioner, worked with um, a former 60 Minutes producer, the same producer who was portrayed by Al Pacino in the movie The Insider. So this, we'll, we'll call him, I'll use his first Anonymous. name. Anonymous. Anonymous. Yeah. Told me while he was in college. As long as you tell me who he is off the air. Yes, I will. He uh, worked with this former 60 Minutes producer on a story. The New York Times hired him while he was in college to work with its reporters to continue. The story is called Dangerous Business. It was a three-day series on the front page of the New York Times in January of 2003. And then it was a documentary on PBS Frontline. This guy was on the team, he failed to tell me this, that won a Pulitzer for this reporting. So he worked for the Times, he worked for the San Francisco Chronicle, and then he went into health care. And he wait, got his wait. nursing degree. How did from, that happen, though, when you are already, when if you are killing it? He said, I liked it until I didn't. Okay, And I said, I well, that. you're sitting here as a 48-year-old man with a 10-year-old son, and look at all these layoffs. You know, you probably oh, made the yikes. right career decision. Definitely. So he is a nurse practitioner, and I'm, <laughs> but he didn't say I was on the team that won what a Pulitzer, Pulitzer Prize. Prize. And when we got home, and I was telling Mark this today, he goes, well, that guy buried the lead, didn't he? No kidding. <laughs> no kidding. <laughs> He's almost as humble as radio people. Oh, my gosh. It was. And he's a great nurse practitioner. And I don't want to go into details about my mandolin. I I do want to say that you have been downgraded in terms of the apparatus to 
that you were dealing with. So you're, it's on this hand. Yes, you definitely are. My it's getting smaller. Yes. The apparatus is getting smaller. And as my friend Ben pointed out, you know why fingernails are involved in torture. Oh, for sure. Are. So, yes. No, the nerve I endings. Know. But said nurse practitioner who would like to remain anonymous, I, I said to him, have you ever had a mandolin injury? He goes, yes. The one and only time I used it, I had oh, an he, injury. If, yes. I thought you meant other mandolin injuries at the no, urgent care. Anonymous himself. He oh, goes, yes. Is. And so I started laughing and he said, see, my pain is your joy. And now pain, don't yeah. look at what I'm about to do. Wow. <laughs> and he said every Thanksgiving and Christmas... All healthcare providers at urgent cares all around the country say to one another, let's get ready for the mandolin injuries. Yeah, let's get ready to rumble. Now, John Carney told us Friday when he brought in that delicious lobster risotto that he bought a new mandolin that was injury proof. We'll have to follow up. Yeah, because I hate to see you give it up because you're a great cook and it does. Anyway, Um and then yes, okay. So I I have a little I have a little baby shout out myself. Um, we went yesterday was a very busy day. Um, woke up to get to seven o'clock mass. Went to Billy G's Finer Diner, uh, which is just they were being seated. One of the ladies walked over to me and she said, "I didn't want to bother you, but I listen every single day, and I love it." And well, it turns out, and I told her, I said, first of all, I am not a nuclear physicist. I am not, I mean, please bother us. Always bother us. You're not, first of all, you're not bothering us. But but to have you, to have somebody that you've never met before come up to you and say, I listen to your show every day. She said, I absolutely love it. So then I followed her later after breakfast to her table and you asked, stalked her? I stalked her. I totally stalked her because I said, if I'm going to embarrass you, I want both names because she told me her first name was Jeannie. And her second name, it's Jeannie Wayner. She lives in Woods Mill Subdivision. Uh, we have a lot in common. She went to visitation. Her birthday, she's a Valentine's baby. Oh. But she was just absolutely adorable. And it was like you just had, we had so many kind of overlapping things but i just wanted to say hi to her because and and tell everybody else she said i feel you 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 all make us feel like we are part of what you are doing and i said well then that is the goal and so thank you for letting us know that 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 that's happening that's great i wonder if she texts in ever because there are people who text and people who don't i don't think she does i don't think she does but uh Jeannie, it was a blast, and uh, I'm sure we'll see you again. Yes. Thank you, Jeannie. Hey, I want to remind you about a radio program here on the Big 550 every Saturday at 3. It's called Keep What's Yours, and it is co-hosted by Jeff Zufall, the chief tax strategist and wealth planner at Capital Advisory Group, and Josh Gilbert from The Heidi Glau Show. And, of course, at this time of year, they'll be talking about tax filing because if you want to become a client, especially if you have a small business, Jeff and his staff will sort of handhold you through the year, walk you through all the tax code changes that come up that mere mortals like ourselves can't keep track of. And then when tax filing season rolls around, you will be well prepared. Maybe you're thinking about retirement in the near future. Jeff Zufall says you got to start planning. 
couple of years in advance. They will sit down with you and come up with a written financial plan that will let you know whether you are ready for retirement financially. They'll start the conversation about where your money will come from, health care costs in retirement, taxes you'll have to pay, with the end goal being, of course, that you can make sure you won't outlive your money. Give Jeff Zufall and his team a call, 636-394-5524, or you can look them up online at capitaladvisorygrp.com or listen in every Saturday at 3 to Keep What's Yours with Jeff Zufall and Josh Gilbert right here on The Big 550. I'm Wendy Weiss. And I'm Jennifer Blome. Have you been to the St. Louis County Library lately? This year is a great time to reconnect. It's more than just a place to check out books. You can check out instruments, fishing equipment, games, puzzles, and so much more with a library card. There are classes for children and teenagers in robotics, yoga, dance, drawing, and more. There's something for every member of the family at the St. Louis County Library. Check them out online slcl.org Hey, KTRS listeners, Roger Wiggins and Eric Don Rogers Limited, 6727 West Main in Belleville. Well, all through the month of February during our retirement sale, we're deducting 50% off the regular price of all our remaining beautiful men's and women's apparel and accessories. Nothing is held back. Guys, we have suits $395 for $197.50. We've got sport coach $250 for $125. We've got trousers for $79, now for $39.50. Jeans, $39.50. Gals, we got a great selection of ladies' jeans and pants. So come in, take advantage. We're open Tuesday through Saturday, 930 to 4. Park at the door, walk and get waited on. Don't forget, we have our beautiful building for sale on Main Street. Great parking, beautiful apartment above the business, big garage, tons of storage. And if you want to put retail in here, if you buy the building, I'll leave it turnkey. I'll leave all the fixtures for you. So don't forget, this is the last push all through February, 50% off the regular price. Come in, take advantage of these great deals. And as always, I thank you so much for listening to my commercial. We welcome you to our great big small town of Belleville, Illinois. Whether you want to enjoy fabulous food in our restaurants, enjoy shopping at our one-of-a-kind boutiques, or you want to enjoy live music weekly throughout our downtown, Belleville is the perfect place to relax and unwind. For more information about Belleville, Illinois, please visit Belleville.net or BellevilleMainStreet.net. Brought to you in part by the Illinois Office of Tourism and Discover downstate Illinois. You've had all these great ideas about what to do with your outside space. Now's the time to take the next step and call Outdoor Living because Pat Leahy and the gang at Outdoor Living have built a showroom which is a great resource for you. You can go in and see all the products they have, the composite decking, the metal framing. You see at Outdoor Living, what they pride themselves on is building it right the first time and never having to worry about it again. So they build it. You can enjoy it for the rest of your life. Outdoor Living, their showroom on Big Bend and I-44 in Kirkwood is a great resource for you. You can go and see all the different ways and all the different things they can do. Then they'll come out, they'll do a site visit, and in just a few short weeks, you will have the dream deck, fence, gazebo, pergola, whatever it may be. Outdoor Living, right there in Big Bend and I-44 in Kirkwood. 314-966-3325. Or OutdoorLivingInc.com. Check out the showroom and take that next step. You'll love it. Outdoor Living or OutdoorLivingInc.com. Now back to the Jennifer Blome and Wendy Wee Show on the Big 550 KTRS. Brought to you by STL Medical Weight Loss. See the Dr. Joe difference at STLMedWeightLoss.com.
1021 at the Big 550 KTRS. This is the Jennifer and Wendy Show. Thank you so much for joining us today. And uh, in the news, as many of you have heard, the Texas governor, Greg Abbott, is vowing to expand border guard presence, defying the president of the United States. So uh, in terms of the border and states' rights versus federal lands, uh, we've asked Greg Willard to wade into <laughs> wade into the the abyss with us and help us try to understand it. Greg is our KTRS legal analyst and St. Louis University law professor. Good morning, sir. Good morning, Wendy. Good to be with you and Jennifer. This is kind of confusing to folks. Can you can you help us in terms of jurisdiction and the border and is this more about headlines or is there some substance here? to whatever the Texas governor is, uh, whatever point he seems to be making? It's, um, to be blunt, it's about 99.2% headlines and politicking and maybe eight-tenths of a percent of constitutional chatter. Um, Quickly to set the stage, um, there may not be many topics on which we can get a consensus or a broad consensus among the American people. But I think on this Monday morning, we can almost get unanimity on this question, whether the border and immigration systems of the United States are broken, and whether you are the most rabid supporter of Bernie Sanders and AOC or Donald Trump and Ted Cruz and everybody in between, I think there would be near unanimity, Wendy, that the borders and the immigration system systems are broken. What has happened uh, in a nutshell is Governor Abbott of Texas has, as the saying goes, taken things into his own hand. In particular, he has taken three actions which have drawn the ire of the Biden administration. Number one, uh, he has cut uh, razor wire that the federal border patrol officials have placed. He and his Texas officials have put floating barriers out in the Rio Grande River to uh, prevent uh, migrants from coming across into uh, the United States. And number three, he signed into law legislation that says the state courts of Texas can issue deportation orders. So those are the three things that he has attempted to do. Um, The response back from the Biden administration has been pretty swift, and they have said that Governor Abbott is unconstitutional under the federal constitution because the federal constitution has what is called the supremacy clause. Sounds simple, but it's really important. And what the supremacy clause says and has been interpreted for 
almost 230 plus years, is that if there is a state law or a state action that conflicts with a federal law or a federal action or purports to legislate or take action in an area of law that is constitutionally delegated to the U.S. Congress, that it is unconstitutional for the state to take action against that. So uh, many of our listeners may remember, for example, um, Governor George Wallace standing in the doorway of the University of Alabama in the 1960s and saying that his state had the right to bar those two black students who had been ordered by the federal government, by the federal court, to be admitted to the University of Alabama. Well, constitutionally speaking, what Governor Abbott is doing is very similar. Now, let me be quick to add, what Governor Abbott says is, aha, if you want to stand President Biden and the Biden administration on the text of the Constitution, that's fine. But I have, and the state of Texas has, the authority to act under the Constitution because the federal Constitution gives Texas the authority to defend and protect itself. So, ha-ha, President Biden, the same Constitution you're relying on with the Supremacy Clause, I get to rely on, and all I am doing is I'm defending Texas and the citizens of Texas. Unfortunately, Wendy, for Governor Abbott, uh, that section that he's relying on, it's triggered by it requires an invasion and it prohibits the state from waging war. So what Governor Abbott implicitly is saying is, well, uh, this is an invasion of the state of Texas in the nature of a war against Texas, and therefore I can do all of these things against the Biden administration and the Border Patrol. Uh, I don't take positions, Wendy, but I think um, I think probably my ten-year-old granddaughter, is Maria Willard, could uh, figure where that discussion is going to come out as to whether Governor Abbott will prevail in in analogizing the uh, the migrant surge that is currently going on with a war. We'll have to see, but this is one of those instances where both sides. President Biden on the one hand and his administration and Governor Abbott on the other are standing four square on what they believe to be constitutionally grounded arguments, just like Governor George Wallace did back in the early 60s. And we will see where it comes out. But I think it's pretty clearly in the end where it will come out, just as it did for Governor Wallace one day. Professor Willard, one of our listeners is asking if U.S. Marshals can arrest Governor Abbott. Um, they can 
uh, well, let's, let's probably there's a couple of pieces implicit in that terrific question for our texter. Um, the first piece is if Governor Abbott commits a federal crime, for example, uh, then yes, he could be arrested, and and state officials uh, are arrested, sadly, uh, all the time for federal crimes. Our listeners across the river in Illinois can remember Governor Blagojevich mm-hmm. being arrested by U.S. Marshals. In this instance, it's very important that our listeners understand the United States Supreme Court did not order Governor Abbott to do anything. What the Supreme Court did was it uh, vacated, if you will, an order by the Fifth Circuit Court of Appeals, which authorized that that Court of Appeals order authorized uh, the, the governor to cut this razor wire. And the Supreme Court vacated that. So, again, it's so important that our listeners understand. Governor Abbott has not been ordered to do anything or refrain from doing anything by the Supreme Court. Now, as to our texter's question, if the United States Supreme Court or any federal court orders a state official to take action or refrain from taking action, that state official must abide by that federal court order. If, if it's a lower court order, he or she can appeal it and try to get relief that way. But with a final lower court order or a su- final Supreme Court order to do or refrain from doing something, that state official, Jennifer, must comply with that order. Okay, Professor Willard, we if you will hold on the line, we want to do a little business here. We have lots of comments and questions from our KTRS listeners, so we'll check back with you in just a couple of minutes here if you can hold on, Greg. Is that good? Delighted to. We want to tell you about Park Provence, which is part of the Gatesworth tradition. Finding a memory care community is a daunting task, and those of you who have gone through it know it. Those of you who might be embarking on it You will need help, and Park Provence can provide it. And Park Provence is led by such an experienced team of medically trained professionals, and that is is so critically important. Uh, And just as important is the fact that they maintain a total of 200 employees, therapists, social workers, nurses, and other disciplines are all on site. They have the highest staff-to-resident ratio in the industry, and that is going to mean a lot to your family and your loved ones. And there are many reasons why somebody has to uh, live in a memory care unit. One of them, and we've seen news stories like this, a person with dementia or Alzheimer's will wander away. Well, Park Provence has this innovative, award-winning design. And what that means is there's all kind of beautiful landscaping. Of course, the interior spaces are gorgeous, but there are five interconnected households on the property, and they have 
an advanced security system so that the people who live there can walk around the lush gardens, the courtyards, the walking paths, and they will be safe and they'll get fresh air and exercise. That's right. Those households are made up of residents with similar abilities and care requirements. A great deal of thought goes in to each and every individual situation because research shows that this model fosters better care and stronger friendships and ultimately, and this is Park Provence's goal, happiest. People will have a consistent routine and that keeps them physically and mentally active. And they have art therapy and music therapy, all sorts of activities that will keep the people who live there present and engaged and as healthy as is possible. So call Andrew or Michaela at 314-542-2500. You can learn more about Park Provence. You can schedule a tour. If you tell them Jennifer and Wendy sent you, you receive a special offer. Mom, what do you always say? There's nothing sadder than jewelry that sits in a drawer. That's why we are proud to offer jewelry repair on-site at Neustadter's Fine Jewelry. We know that your jewelry is important to you, and we take that part of our job very seriously. Visit us at Doherty Ferry and Big Bend or learn more at wowdiamonds.com. You know, it's one of these lost arts. When's the last time you said, I think I'll draw a bath and just relax? And on those rare occasions when you actually do, it feels great, and you think... Oh, why didn't I do this more often? You can get a walk-in tub with Jets, great massage therapy out of that. Michael's Baths, the people that turn to. They're owned locally. They've been doing it for 30-plus years. And maybe it's not a bath that you're into. Maybe you want to do a conversion of a bath to a walk-in shower. Done. They can do that as well. And it's not that plastic kit where they bring in a mold and glue it to what's already there. That's just going to be a Band-Aid for your problems. You don't want that. Financing options are available. They'll give you a free estimate. This isn't a temporary fix. This is a lifetime of relaxing. Michael's Baths, online at michaelsbath.com. You're selling your home, and I want to buy it. This is Mike Robinson with Robank Properties, and I am ready to pay top dollar for your home. No contingencies, no inspections, no monkey business. I buy your home no matter the condition or location, and you walk away with cash. Call me, Mike Robinson, at 314-283-0867, 314-283-0867, or at robangproperties.com. That's R-O-B-A-N-G, properties.com. Are you worried about your budget for your new kitchen or bathroom? Call me, Anne-Marie Bogus, the co-host of the Inside Out Show on the Big 550 and owner and designer of Anne-Marie Design Studio. Visit our website, annemariestudio.com, where you can use our budget calculator tool to see a preliminary breakdown for your project. See how we can transform your old drab kitchen or bath into the envy of your neighborhood at Amory Design Studio in Wildwood. Visit our website, amorystudio.com. Most people think if I name my husband as beneficiary, everything's going to be okay, and that's not necessarily true. I'm Scott Garcia with Premier Estate and Income Planning. What am I doing taking care of people after somebody has passed and all the mess that comes with that? And I'm Jennifer Cermak, Chief Counsel and Estate Planning Attorney of Premier Estate and Income Planning. No longer is the attorney the gatekeeper to your lives. Let us show you how to protect your assets, avoid probate, and retire with confidence. Having an estate plan could be the most important document you could ever have. The Premier Income and Estate Planning Show. This Saturday at 4 and this Sunday morning at 7 on the Big 550 
KTRS. A message from the master. If you are looking for that one-of-a-kind gift this year, come on in to Newsetter's Fine Jewelers. Let Richard draw your future present for somebody you love. This special engraving lasts a lifetime. At the corner of Big Ben and Doherty Ferry or at wowdiamonds.com. Now back to the Jennifer Blome and Wendy Wee Show on the Big 550 KTRS. Brought to you by STL Medical Weight Loss. See the Dr. Joe difference at stlmedweightloss.com. And welcome back to our conversation with KTRS legal analyst and St. Louis University law professor Greg Willard. We've been talking about Texas Governor Abbott, who said yesterday he's expanding his troops' control of the southern U.S. border to protect it from a migrant invasion, quote, unquote, as Joe Biden's administration accuses him of overstepping his authority. So Greg has been explaining to us the unconstitutionality of this and the supremacy clause. Can we go over that again, Greg? Before we do, could we ask you a question that was posed uh, by a texter? Um, Mm -hmm. Over 3 million illegals, their word, have crossed into our country since President Biden uh, and f- because of since president since Biden became sorry it's kind of garbled mm-hmm. since Biden became president and failed the, us at the border what are Texans supposed to do Professor Willard? Uh, terrific question. Uh, let me let me take uh, both of them, Jennifer. I can take yours quickly. The supremacy clause um, is is basically this. When, when the United States as an entity was founded in the late 1780s with our U.S. Constitution, we had a, a system called a federalism system. So we have a federal government, and then we have 50 state governments now, then 13. Each of those state governments will enact laws, and obviously Congress enacts laws. If there is a conflict between those laws or if a state government tries to pass laws in an area of law that the federal constitution gives authority to the Congress to do, then the state laws have to give way. The the federal law, when that conflict arises, is supreme under, Jennifer, your question, the supremacy clause. Uh, That is as foundational as any part of our Constitution. Said another way, if suddenly any of the 50 states can begin to ignore federal laws, that will be, sadly, if that becomes a common practice, that will be the constitutional equivalent of Fort Sumter. And I don't think any of us want to go there. Wendy, the, the question that you posed as to the three million, uh, it lays bare a a very, very troubling uh, development that didn't just start with Joe Biden. It was very present in the Obama administration in the category of immigration, and it was present in the Trump administration, the Bush 43 administration, uh, and even perhaps before that. And it is this. 
President Biden and President Obama in the immigration space have said that they have constitutional discretion to decide who, what, when, where, and how the federal laws are applied. So many of our listeners may remember the the DACA uh, order that the o- Obama administration issued uh, with the so-called Dreamers, the children who were who were brought here as infants and are now are adults living in our society uh, and not in compliance with the immigration laws. And President Obama, with a flick of a pen, basically said, my administration is not going to enforce the immigration laws as to that group of people. He and his administration signed another order as to some adult immigrants who are here in violation of the law. And he signed another order that said, my administration is not going to enforce the immigration laws against those several million people. Well, guess what, Wendy and Jennifer? That is a recipe for chaos. When we have selective application of our federal laws in any context, but in this context, immigration, it's no surprise that now in 2024, what was already a difficult situation back during the Obama administration is now a crisis. Now, let me be quick to add that the fact that the Biden administration and the Obama administration were not uh, vigorously enforcing the existing laws, that is not the sole reason why we have this chaos. But it is an important factor. Last night, Uh, A bipartisan group of senators announced a proposal for comprehensive immigration reform. And I would urge our listeners to listen carefully the next few days because they are going to hear this theme. Why should we pass more laws when President Biden is not enforcing the ones on the books? Or said another way, if we pass more laws, won't President Biden and Secretary Mayorkas just decide not to enforce the ones they like and uh, don't like and vice versa? But to be clear, this is not a Democrat phenomenon. President Trump exercised what he contended was constitutional discretion in whether to enforce or not enforce federal laws. President George W. Bush did it in a case that went all the way to the Supreme Court. There there was a federal statute that President Bush signed into law that said if a baby is born in Jerusalem, to American parents, so therefore that baby is an American citizen, that baby is entitled to have on his or her passport place of birth Israel. And President Bush said, 
I'm not going to enforce that law. And he didn't. Hmm. So back to your question, Wendy, when we, we talk about this 3 million uh, immigrants, um, yes, the, the system is broken. We need comprehensive immigration reform. But to be clear, this notion of our presidents, Republican and Democrat, contending that they constitutionally can decide who, what, when, where, and how federal law is to be enforced, that is a really, really difficult phenomenon, Wendy, and a Exhibit A is what is happening at the southern border as we speak this morning, Wendy. If we had a nickel for every time we heard someone say we need comprehensive immigration reform, we would all have our own islands somewhere. We would. We. I can tell you, the three of us, the three of us would be. Uh, we'd have our three adjacent islands uh, from which we would be talking on Campbell's soup cans and strings to our listeners. But but you're right, and 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 sadly, I mean, think about this. 1986, uh, my my three sons, they were little baby boys back then. And, well, they're now grown up, married, and have kids. That's the last time that we had significant immigration reform. And and that was what I wanted. That was sort of where I was going with with that, Greg. Um, there is a there is sort of a theory that has always been floating around out there since. There, you do have that consensus on the importance and the need for the legislation that one or both parties, when it's something like this or abortion, the last thing they want to do is to act on it because oh, sure. there goes one of the red meat issues for the party faithful, both parties well, re- respectively. Well, that's right. And and um, there's a couple of really important points in that comment, Wendy, number one is that we we have sadly reached a point in our politics today where good public policy, not perfect, uh, but good public policy uh, gets cast aside for political reasons. And it's no secret on the talk shows yesterday morning, you had you had several Republican opponents of immigration reform saying we don't want to give Joe Biden a win in this election year. Well, okay, but um, for for those Republicans who are railing about Biden not enforcing the law, well, and and there are those that that support that. Okay, I get it, but they they support the law not being enforced. Well. When the shoe's on the other foot, uh, so too are the the howls on the Sunday morning talk shows. Donald Trump did not enforce the asylum laws of our country, and he adopted what is called a stay-in-Mexico policy. The asylum laws allow an asylum seeker to come into our country to seek asylum, and President Trump said, no, I'm not going to enforce that. I'm going to 
I'm going to make them stay in Mexico and be processed for asylum in Mexico. Well, there are probably millions of people that say, golly, that's great. And then there are others who would say, that's, that's horrible. There are laws that allow them to come into this country to seek asylum, and he's exercising this constitutional discretion he has, he, he says he has, and forcing those migrants and those asylum seekers to stay in Mexico. Well, that's my point earlier, Wendy, is, is it's so disappointing uh, some would say ironic, I would say disappointing, that that both sides, depending on the substantive issue in the immigration space, both sides flip back and forth, dare I say flip-flop, um, on this question of presidents selectively enforcing our laws, in this instance, immigration. And the driver for that is exactly what you pointed out, Wendy. The driver for that is politics, and dare I say, our regular listeners have heard it many times, the root of this divisiveness is partisan gerrymandering. Ladies, this this cacophony that we are hearing today and have heard for the last several months about the crisis at the border, this is what partisan gerrymandering looks like. And as long as our state legislators continue to get away with it, both Democrats and Republicans, the Democrats are doing it in Illinois, the Republicans are doing it in Missouri, as long as they're allowed to get away with it, this and other public policy issues, this is what it looks like. And back to our earlier discussion about the framers of the Constitution, I don't think, ladies, this is what they had in mind. Not I mean, one bit. Yeah, I mean, imagine being a Texas National Guardsman and then a federal Border Patrol person, and, you know, they're they're on the ground mm-hmm. and fighting one another. You know, the federal yes. Border Police can prevent the Texas National Guardsmen from doing what they've been told to do. I mean, you're not kidding when you say it's chaos. Well, Jennifer, you are spot on, and and I, I hesitated a moment ago to say it, but I, as I reflected during the break, I'm, I'm glad I did. I'm going to say it again. That that type of a conflict between the Texas National Guard personnel and the federal Port Customs and Border Enforcement folks, that conflict is exactly the conflict at the core of our civil war. That's what it was. Now, obviously, the underpinning was slavery and and other attendant considerations, but it was this notion that the, the citizens in the state of South Carolina just said, you know what, we don't, we're, we don't want Fort Sumter here anymore. We're going to take it over. And I hope that somebody... Uh, in Washington, on both sides of the aisle, begin to put their big, big boy and big girl panties on, and do their job that we're paying them to do. Because uh, I'm, I'm not here to suggest we're heading to civil war uh, like in 1860s, but um, this 
this type of, of a dispute that you referenced, Jennifer, it may not cause a civil war, but it could lead us down a really, really bad path that I think most Americans would never want to go, Jennifer, never. I know, and yet it seems like we are headed in that direction sometimes with this lack of action. Maybe that'll change today on the Senate floor. I I, I, I hope you're right, but I, I don't think we're all I, – I mean, I think we've given up hope in some of these areas and because it is just such a volatile and highly charged. And once, once upon a time, the elected leaders were the ones who were trying to tamp down instead of – or the accelerant on an issue because you have you have uh, fringe groups sort of being called into it called into action whether they have actually officially been called into action. So when that starts happening, Greg, and you start hearing people talking about secession, then tempers are running high and the adults aren't in the room to tell everybody to calm down anymore. Well, that's right, and I, I think that if we can sort of time travel for a second, there was a time in in the lifetime of many of us where, in terms of the Missouri congressional delegation, for example, that Jack Danforth and Tom Eagleton and Dick Gebhardt, Ike Skelton, would have sat down in a room and would have come to a consensus as to what was good for the people of Missouri and the people of the United States. And Tom Eagleton would not have gotten everything that he wanted, and Jack Danforth would not have gotten everything that he wanted, but they would have reached an acceptable consensus. Sadly, those days are gone. They are gone, I think, almost entirely because of partisan gerrymandering. And I, my fondest hope is that somehow uh, that ill that has befallen our body politic will change quickly, ladies, very quickly. Greg Willard, KTRS legal analyst and St. Louis University law professor, thank you so much for joining us. As usual, and on the text line, Super fan Aaron here. I vote Greg Willard for president. Three cheers. <laughs> and somebody else somebody else texted, uh, thank you so much, Professor Willard. I understand so much better now. Enforce what's on the books. It makes sense. But both sides play the game. I love the second comment, and I shudder at the first. So we'll, let's, <laughs> let's just leave it with the second. And you two have a great day. You too. Thanks, Thanks to Greg. Texters. Thanks. Also, Mike from Accounting says if we're counting on people in D.C. to be grown-ups, we're going to be profoundly disappointed. But you remember when they were, right? Yes. I wasn't just imagining that. You were not. Okay. Many of us remember. Mike from Accounting also had a funny comment earlier when I was talking about the anonymous nurse practitioner who used to be in journalism and was on a team that won a Pulitzer Prize. Mike said he probably it was frowned upon if he wore a button in the urgent care that said, ask me about my Pulitzer. (laughs) (laughs) And so he didn't. I had to look it up. (laughs) In our next hour, we will go a little bit lighter. We'd love to hear from you. We'll talk about the Grammys. And then in our For Your Health segment, Jen McDaniel joins us from McDaniel Nutrition Therapy with some great news.
about dark chocolate and good heart health. And wine. (laughs) All right, we're on board. Coming up on Top of the Hour News with Jim Fairchild and ABC. We'll be back with the second hour of the Jennifer and Wendy show after that. This is the Big 550 KTRS, St. Louis. Family-owned and operated, Morelli Tuck Pointing has been repairing chimneys and walkways and porches, foundations, entire homes, anything brick and stone for 32 years. Morelli's longtime dedicated employees have earned them an A-plus rating with the BBB and the prestigious BBB Torch Award. They've also received the Angie Super Service Award each year since 2005. Great reviews on Google, Angie, and BBB encourage you to call 314-645-1387 when you need tuck pointing repairs or visit MorelliTuckPointing.com. Got gold? Get green at Jewels on Hampton. Jewels on Hampton pays the most for your precious metals. Jewelry, gems, currency, antiques, and collectibles. Jewels on Hampton buys precious and semi-precious gems and stones, scrap gold, and sterling silver. Jewels on Hampton buys and sells paper money, wristwatches, and pocket watches. They even take pianos and cars. To sum up, bring your gold chains, bracelets, rings, coins, dental gold, and more to Jewels on Hampton. 4506 Hampton Avenue in St. Louis. And get green. Online at JewelsOnHampton.com. If you don't have a tax plan you can't have a financial plan not properly planning your taxes in retirement could leave you with paying hundreds if not thousands of dollars in unnecessary taxes the choice is yours you can ignore it and hope for the best or you can join me kevin lloyd the host of when retirement happens and get a better understanding of ways to help you control your taxes in retirement reserve your seat at our next tax workshop by calling 314-641-1010 there's no cost or obligation to attend though we do require you to be within five years of retirement or already retired with at least 500,000 of investable assets You can also sign up online at whenretirementhappens.com to join me, Kevin Lloyd, 314-641-1010. Securities and advisory services offered through LPL Financial, a registered investment advisor, member of FINRA SIPC. Welcome to Camden on the Lake Resort at Lake of the Ozarks, your ideal venue for unforgettable group events in 2024 or 2025. Whether you're organizing corporate events or weddings, we have availability tailored to your needs. Our full Lakeview suites and newly remodeled guest rooms provide a luxurious stay, and our banquet and meeting spaces offer the perfect backdrop for your event. Contact our sales office at 573-365-5620 to start planning your next extraordinary occasion at Camden-on-the-Lake Resort. KTRS St. Louis, the Big 550, and KTRS.com. From ABC News. I'm Daria Albinger. Is a parent responsible for crimes committed by their children? That's what a Michigan jury is now trying to determine. The jury's deliberating in the involuntary manslaughter trial of Jennifer Crumbly, the mother of the Oxford High School shooter in Michigan who killed four students in 2021. Judge Cheryl Matthews instructing jurors to consider only the facts. You must not let sympathy, bias, or prejudice influence your decision. The big question, did Jennifer Crumbly enable her son to commit his rampage by helping to buy the gun that was used or by being negligent? ignoring any warning signs that her son was seriously troubled. Crumbly has pleaded not guilty. It's the first time a parent's been charged in connection to a child carrying out a school shooting. Derek Dennis, ABC News. A state of emergency is in effect in several California counties as a major storm inundates the state with rain up to a foot in some places. A month's worth falling in L.A. since Sunday afternoon. 40 million people are under flood alerts and hundreds of thousands of power outages are reported. 
It's a bipartisan measure, but members of both party have plenty to complain about in a supplemental aid package that the Senate drafted last night. The measure grows the Border Patrol's detention capacity. It aims to make it harder for migrants to seek asylum, and it would temporarily shut down most border crossings once a certain threshold is met. But conservative opponents say the bill doesn't go nearly far enough, and some liberals say these measures are too strict. The bill faces its first test in a Senate vote set for Wednesday. ABC Stephen Portnoy in Washington. Secretary of State Antony Blinken arrived today in Saudi Arabia on his fifth visit to the region since the start of the Israel-Hamas war. He's hoping to push ahead with a potential ceasefire deal, but he admits that there are obstacles to making it happen. Boeing's discovered another issue in some of its 737 fuselages. The improperly drilled holes, which were discovered by Spirit Aerosystems, may delay the delivery of at least... 50 of the jets. You're listening to ABC News. Pizza's here. Oh, great. I'd love some, but I'm worried about my stomach issues. If you're worried about having diarrhea, gas, bloating, stomach pain, or loose oily stools, it may not just be stomach issues. It could be a condition called exocrine pancreatic insufficiency, or EPI. With EPI, the pancreas doesn't release enough enzymes to break down food, but EPI is manageable. Use the symptom checker on identifyepi.com and talk to your doctor. That's identifyepi.com. Sponsored by AbbVie. Valentine's Day is here. This year, give the ultimate gift. Name a star after your sweetheart. This is Rocky Mosel with International Star Registry. For 45 years, we've named millions of stars for celebrities, dignitaries, and individuals worldwide. For $59 and a call to 800-282-3333 or visit StarRegistry.com, you can give the most memorable gift. The star you name will be recorded in book form in the U.S. Copyright Office. Visit StarRegistry.com or call 800-282-3333. An acquittal for a Samsung executive. A South Korean court has acquitted Samsung Electronics chairman Lee Jae-yong of financial crimes related to a contentious merger in 2015 that tightened his grip on the massive electronics company. The ruling could ease the legal troubles for Lee less than two years after he was pardoned of bribery in a separate case. Prosecutors had sought a five-year jail term after he was accused of stock price manipulation and accounting fraud. Mark Remillard, ABC News. Some of the world's biggest retailers are going all in on AI. Google and Walmart rolling out features during the holidays, and now Amazon is getting in on the game. More AI in retail. Amazon announcing the new shopping experience called Rufus. Although it's still in beta for a limited number of shoppers, the idea is that consumers can ask very specific questions, like compare drip and pour-over coffee makers. And while you do get a list of links to products, you can also get easy-to-understand answers, or you can also add a follow-up question like, which one's easier to clean? ABC's Becky Worley reporting. A federal judge has cleared the way for a major class action lawsuit against Apple. The company is accused of monopolizing the market for iPhone apps by banning non-app store purchases. Notre Dame Cathedral, I should say Notre Dame Cathedral, is expected to open later this year, just before Christmas. Restoration of the landmark's been underway since the 2019 fire. Daria Albinger, ABC News. Valentine's Day is here. This year, give the ultimate gift. Name a star after your sweetheart. This is Rocky Moselle with International Star Registry. For 45 years, we've named millions of stars for celebrities, dignitaries, and individuals worldwide. For $59 and a call to 800-282-3333 or visit StarRegistry.com, you can give the most memorable gift. The star you name will be recorded in book form in the U.S. Copyright Office. Visit StarRegistry.com or call 800-282-3333. 
This is KTRS St. Louis, Talk of St. Louis. I'm Jim Fairchild. Suspect is in custody in connection with a fatal shooting in the Forestwood Park Sports Complex in Ferguson. Police say the victim, who's been identified as 47-year-old Daryl Shannon, was discovered around 4.30 on Saturday afternoon in the parking lot of the complex. No word on a motive for that shooting. The suspect's name is being withheld pending charges. And the search continues for a teenager who escaped from the St. Louis Juvenile Detention Center over the weekend. Police say the 17-year-old boy took off from the facility on Enright in North City late Saturday afternoon, his name not being given because of his age. The teen had been held at the detention center since December 8th on charges of second-degree murder and assault. A new St. Louis County Police Precinct and Intelligence Center will be built in Maryland Heights. And we get the story from KTRS's Joel Enders. The 49,000-square-foot facility will be constructed along the 11,000 block of Schaefer in Maryland Heights and will serve as a base for 82 police officers and nearly two dozen staffers. It will replace the current precinct off of Ashby Road near Olivet. The project is being funded by federal pandemic relief money. Construction on the new precinct expected to be completed by June of 2026. Jill Enders, KTRS News. The union representing the majority of Schnucks grocery workers in Missouri is applauding a change announced by the company, which will limit self-checkout purchases to 10 items or less. Leaders of the United Food and Commercial Workers Local 655 say the decision is good for the company, the customer, and union Workers. Meanwhile, Deerberg's is standing by its 2001 policy, stating the customers can take as many items as they wish through self-checkout. There's no limit on the number of items that can be scanned. This KTRS Business Minute brought to you by Walter No Flores, place for all your floral needs. Place your order anytime at WKF.com. Stocks are still falling on Wall Street. The S&P 500 right now is down by 23 points. It stands at 4,935. Dow also down by 352 points. It's at 38,301. The NASDAQ is off by 71 at 15,557. In KTR Sports, St. Louis City SC beat LA Galaxy in exhibition play 2-1. As training camp continues in California, Nook v. Thorson scored the game-winning goal for City in the 88th minute. The Cardinals have made an official signing of reliever McKeon Middleton for a one-year contract. The 20-, 30-year-old should be a factor in the back end of the bullpen for the birds in 2024. Our forecast for today calls for partly sunny skies with a high of 53 degrees. Tonight, with partly cloudy skies, overnight low of 31. Tomorrow, some patchy fog in the morning. Otherwise, sunshine tomorrow with a high of 52 degrees. And tomorrow night, cloudy skies with a low of 36. We have sunshine at the moment and 41 degrees. At 11.09, I'm Jim Fairchild, KTRS News. Is your IRS tax debt making you feel anxious? The professionals at Allies Tax Relief are ready to negotiate your fresh start. Call them now at 800-230-5174. I'm Jennifer Blown. And I'm Wendy Weiss. Join us weekly this year as we introduce the Jennifer and Wendy Book Club presented by the St. Louis County Library. To me, reading is magic, and our book club can be your passport to mystery, adventure, 
anywhere your imagination wants to go. The 2024 Jennifer and Wendy Book Club will introduce you to local and national authors, events, and special programs. Presented by the St. Louis County Library. Every week on the Jennifer and Wendy Show, right here on the Big 550. This is Jennifer Blom and Wendy Weiss on KTRS. Brought to you by STL Medical Weight Loss. See the Dr. Joe difference at stlmedweightloss.com. Welcome to the second hour of the Jennifer and Wendy Show on this Monday, February the 5th. Anybody watch the Grammys last night? Every minute of it. I can't tell you the last time I did that. I could only make it through Joni Mitchell. I wanted to stay up and then. Did you cry? I was crying. Yes. yes. But I have to tell you something Mark said to me this morning. He said, Connor's theory about Tay Tay and Travis might have something to it. Why wasn't Travis with her last night? Because he's getting ready for the Super Bowl and he would have been pilloried. If he every, showed up, if, I mean, they don't, he doesn't quarter. have time to to show up. If uh, if he goes if he goes to the Grammys <laughs> and has a late night partying and rubbing elbows with Lenny Kravitz, and then they yak up uh, the Super Bowl, he's never going to hear the end. Does of it. it have to be a late night? You can't just, I, I you can't just show too. up. Yeah. And then, a four one two six. You're no, gonna, they're I on mean, the West Coast anyway because it's in Las Vegas, but, right? So it's an yeah. easy flight yeah. to get I, there. If I'm Andy Reid. I'm telling people, I'm telling my players, this is about work and only work. Has it stopped him before? Though? I don't know. He, a4, keeps, he a4, keeps going to all her. A4126. Tour stops, is, right? Yeah, but this so, is the Super Bowl. Right. And is she coming in for the Super Bowl? I've, they someone told me she'll be to, in Japan like, or she'll something. She'll have to travel across like 22 time zones. Yeah. There aren't even 22 time zones. But if she's if there's a way for her to be there, I really think she'll be there. And I thought it was... I thought it was kind of neat that she didn't mention it or him, that that to me says that she respects the relationship more than she mm-hmm. does just to make people, you know, swoon. Well, doesn't it show it's not that serious? No. Right? Uh-uh. No? You don't, you're not going to mention a serious relationship? Well, Mark just brought this up, that maybe Connor's theory has something to it. Here's another question I have. Where's Stedman? Oprah was there. Is Stedman still in the picture? I mean, Oprah's not returning my calls. Oprah, so Oprah is always with Gail. They have, obviously, they have the same interest. You know, maybe Stedman doesn't want to go to the Grammys mm-hmm. for four hours. And then the funny, the funniest, did you, so you watch it till when till you, Joni Mitchell's when you saw Meryl Streep come flying in, was that hilarious? That was so funny. So, I mean, there are a lot of guys that just aren't into award shows and so maybe it's Stedman I don't I don't follow Oprah but um for those of you who do uh is is Stedman still part of the picture and are they still engaged are as they, they have been for 40 years for free- <laughs> <laughs> and, and okay point. listen to all of this Connor's theory by the way somebody is asking Connor you want to explain your theory uh it's just that I don't believe the relationship is real I guess between 
Taylor and Travis. Oh, blah, it's blah, just, blah. You're, uh, you're just... For the media. It's oh, for blah, people to talk blah, about blah, blah. it. All uh, caps. It's for people to watch the NFL, to watch her. Blah, blah. Uh, it's just it's just what I think. From know? the 636, Andy has the team on lockdown. From the 314, she probably had a better time without him there. I'm not sure which she you're referring to. Uh, duh, 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 duh. Media day is today for the players. There's no way he could be there. Right, but it was last night. You can't fly Travis, from L.A. to Vegas. Travis would be canceled. Connor, give it up. Yeah. As a KC fan, if Travis goes to the Grammys, I'm not happy he's part of a team. Yeah, this is when you think of when you think of what these guys do and you know, it's a 16, 17, 18 week commitment. They're paid a lot of money. So to say, you know, my girlfriend is up for album of the year and she's going to make history. Is that okay, Andy, if her coach if I if I bop over to LA and well, party all right. with the beautiful uh, if, people? If they were mar- if it's your wife is, are you allowed to do it then? No, no, still no. no. I think I think I that would think happen. You do. I think it would. I don't, are they allowed to leave if their wife is having a baby? I don't think they're in like a prison. I don't think he actually has them on lockdown. I think if um, you have, I think if a baby, yes, but um, is Connor right? Text line eight four one two six. They don't is seem. Travis, they don't seem to agree with me for the most part. Is Travis but. allowed out of? I just. I just think you're begging. You're cruising for a bruising. Mm. <laughs> They say, here's a good point from the 636. How come nobody ever asks where Dolly's husband is? And I think we did for decades, and Dolly made it clear. Carl is in the background. He wants no part of this. After her appearance in the Dallas Cowboys uniform, she said in an interview that Carl thought the shorts were a little too short. And Dolly said, were they weren't as short as the cheerleaders? I thought I was being conservative. He's he's really cute. Carl Dean. They've been married for a thousand years and he just doesn't want any part of it. And this is her, this is what she does. And I kind of wonder if it's the same thing with Oprah Mm -hmm. and Stedman because wasn't he just sort of a mild mannered, successful PR guy or Mm -hmm. something like that? But I, yeah, let us know if he's still in the picture. But it was because it was funny. To see to see Oprah to see Oprah there with Gail, because you know if you're if you're honest, there are probably a lot of guys who would prefer to stay home and send, <laughs> and, send the ladies B, night. and send the BFF to the awards show. I love seeing all the performances. I do not enjoy the speeches. I think that the MC job would be incredibly difficult. Was Trevor Noah? caffeinated beyond i agree i said to mark his his energy is so manic and mark said well look he's trying to jazz people up without ticking them off and so many of the people who went up to receive awards looked nervous to me i don't find this when i have watched the actor awards the emmys the oscars and everything these are actors they're used to being on exactly but the musicians looked nervous they don't have cameras rolling when they're Recording. I mean, they do live performances sure. when they're singing, but the talking part and accepting seemed like, I mean, it was kind of cute. But, okay, Stedman is not Oprah's beard. Somebody is saying, people have been saying this for decades because Oprah and Gail have this special best friend relationship. I, I, I would certainly hope 
that if Oprah and Gail <clears throat> are not. romantically, of course they're not. But if after <laughs> 65 years of being BFFs that they realize that the world would not crumble on its axis if they were, if they came out. Right. They're, they're not. They're not. No, it's a but- great story for the National Enquirer. But um, Listen, my best friend and I have been best friends for over 40 oh, years. Yeah. And we there were times where we went grocery shopping together. And she's like, you know, everybody thinks we're a, we're a couple. And once I went grocery shopping without her, you know, two women grocery shopping together. We each had our own carts and they're like, hey, where's your partner? Karen used to say the exact same thing. <laughs> yes, and she does it happen to she, guys? I don't I don't know. I don't know. That's a good question. Connor um, from the youth desk. Are best friends who are bros ever? I don't know. Accused? If you look at yeah, if you look at two guys walking into a bar, do you automatically think, "I wonder if they're romantically involved"? No, no. <laughs> it's just it's we're just so we're cocoa for cuckoo puffs or whatever it is. Um, I do st- remember once, excuse me, from a long time ago or early on in Oprah's career, but she was just getting big. I read in an interview that she and Gail were being driven to the event where Oprah was speaking. And Gail said, what, what's with all these lines of people? Who's showing up here? And Oprah said, I am. And best friend Gail said, what? All these people are here for you? You're kidding me. She's like, me. wait, what? And Oprah's like, yeah. I'm a big deal. And big Gail was deal. like, oh. <laughs> you know, she just treated her like her best friend. She didn't know. Yes, uh, we have heard from the 785 that Patrick Mahomes' father was charged with his third oh, uh, DUI are, oh. Saturday in Tyler, Texas and this was his third oh, strike dear. so that's yeah, terrible. the time why doesn't he get help the timing is awful um so Mary Lynn says Connor is correct Travis is in lockdown with the team concentrating Travis said himself he would not be at the Super or well, at the Grammys. I just, you know, he could have probably could have gone if he wanted to. No, right? No, I think I think he probably could. No, he uh, really. I, I don't think he can. Yeah. If you have, if you have, if the Holy Grail is a football game, if we had a radio Super Bowl, and one of us called in to say we were having Manny Petties and unable to attend, we would probably be fired. And I well, think there's a difference so. between a Manny Petty and attending a big event. If I, if I went to a big event with my husband or if Jennifer and Mark went to a big event, I don't think that would go over well. If if it was if it's if it's all on the line once a year and you're going to an event. I would when agree everybody with else this. is kind of on lockdown and preparing at, at age sixty nine and a half. The only team sport I have been involved in is TV news. I, I, you know, it was pre-Title IX. I was never in team sports, and I agree with you totally. If there was a big event, a TV newsroom, you're part of the team. You're part of the team. There's no way you would not go unless there was an illness or death in the family. Because because then if something happens, you wonder for the rest of your life, did it happen because of me? Or did I, right. you know, so that, that would just. But I, I completely agree with you about Trevor Noah seeming like he was. He was he was off the charts mm-hmm. and he was good, but he was so caffeinated. And I just thought that that job has got to be just the whole production has to be so difficult. And there are so many different um, it's, it's the Grammys are always worth they're always worth mm. the watch. Mm-hmm. I, I always learn new music because I don't keep up with it. 
Well, and oh, so, oh my gosh, did you, were you as confused? I'm still trying to figure out how to pronounce SZA. SZA? SZA. SZA? Mark told me. SZA? Yeah, I didn't, I didn't know her, and she and Lizzo were friends, and then when Miley Cyrus, okay, I think Miley Cyrus has a beautiful voice, and I know Dolly is her godmother, and that's all I know about her. Is she like a mess in any way? A wild card. I mean, she's obviously talented. She is extraordinarily talented. Um, I know more about her. Let's just I'll, I'll put it like this: as a wise, I, as a wise older woman, <laughs> I would just say I know a little bit more about Miley than I need to know. If you get my drift, she is very attention seeking. Out when she's there. right out there. Yeah, the whole. It's like this is you want to say. These are the Grammys. You're not at... Yeah, she told a story I didn't even follow when she gave her acceptance speech, but I don't think that's that unusual. That's, no, that's not unusual at all. But the whole thing about, I, I think I forgot some I think I think forgot some people, and I also think I forgot underwear. I forgot to wear yeah. underwear. It's like, Attention-seeking. Really? Which you would which surprises me because she's in the limelight. She's in the limelight. And, and actually, she was born in the limelight. I mean, mm-hmm. she was Billy Ray Cyrus's daughter. Then she became Hannah Montana. She's worth a trillion dollars. So it's like... What age? Is she 30 or something? She's 30, probably 32, I guess. Maybe a couple years either way. I thought Billie Eilish's parents were very cute. When they were crying. I mean, yeah. And when Trevor Noah was interviewing them, and they they look so shy. And I really think it's interesting. You know, Billie Eilish is a very beautiful young woman. And I've seen her in Vogue magazine where she's all dolled up. But she chooses... Not to dress the way other women in her age group are dressing. Fancy see-through dresses. You know, She she's, goes to Goodwill and get those suits yeah, off the rack. Yeah. comfortable. She's unique. I was telling Kate that what I appreciate about Billie Eilish's voice is that she's she seems to be wise beyond her years. She's very soulful. Her, 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 um, her voice is very, it's not loud. It's powerful because she's very thoughtful i i don't know she and she's also fun you mm-hmm. know so she's just a kid but it was what i what you have to love about the grammys are the technical and there are there were a lot of a, uh, there was a lot of heat coming down on the grammys from people who were actually on the stage in the you know in jay-z's case and then drake was also criticizing the grammys um but when you think about it, just in terms of an award show, they go all out technically to make that to make that moment with Stevie Wonder and Tony Bennett come to life technically, and then the Joni Mitchell to have them all seated around her was just brilliant. And Brandy Carlisle just Brandi Car- touched my heart. Oh, my and you know her. they were there as her backups oh, in yeah. case anything went wrong. It was so elegant and beautiful and. I loved seeing Joni Mitchell smile the way she did because I have read about her in the past that she felt snubbed by the music business. She she looked gorgeous. And Brandi Carlisle, I don't think from what I've learned about Brandi Carlisle since becoming a fangirl, she would not allow Joni Mitchell to be taken for granted. Exactly. She would not allow that to happen. Um, and I did. I, were you confused about Miley Cyrus's hair? I liked it. <laughs> yeah, there was a whole lot of something it. going on there. But yeah, A four one two six. Your thoughts? But yeah, they they really go all out. And even the Travis Scott, the, the his number was like it was like Armageddon, apocalyptic. But it was 
That was a that was big budget. That's the kind oh. of thing you only see when there's a big budget. I enjoyed watching it. Somebody from the three one four says who was in the see through outfit next to Meryl Streep. I thought that was her daughter. I didn't see a see through outfit. Well, she, it was just a sheer top. That was her daughter. That was her daughter yeah. married to Mark Ronson. Right, but there were so many see through outfits, which I didn't necessarily see on TV. But when I wa- looked at you know the best looks from the red carpet at the Grammys online this morning, then I saw how many they, there were. Oh, they yeah. are into see through. There are a lot. They and they're. It's funny because naked dresses. They call they're them. shy. They're, they might be shy and not comfortable in the public because Jay-Z said he was really shy. And when he gets shy, he tells the truth. But um, they will push the envelope like nobody's mm-hmm. business when it comes to fashion. He seemed very nervous to me. Very nervous. And it's just kind of funny because you expect otherwise. Uh, and somebody's saying they're quoting uh, Travis Kelsey, who said, I wish I could support Taylor at the Grammys and watch her win every single award. I have practice Saturday, Sunday's a travel day. i got to get ready for the Super Bowl in a week. So, yeah, understood. I don't understand Taylor Swift's hair, but she doesn't care. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Neither, none of us did. I mean, uh, from the, from the front, she woman. looks beautiful. From the side, it just it was I've like... I've never understood her hair. This is how women talk after award <laughs> shows, so we apologize <laughs> I know. if you're not I'm like, familiar. is this a 60-something woman talking about... I wish her hair was different. I mean, come on, come on. Okay, we want to tell you about McKnight Place Assisted Living and Memory Care, which is part of the Gatesworth tradition. And, you know, a lot of senior companies, my dad was at one in Florida, are owned by large national companies. Not only... Does this kind of lead to a corporate environment with no personal touch? But if you're the daughter of somebody living in one of these, it is really hard to get to someone with your concerns or your complaints. They're not there. That is so true. Uh, The McKnight Place assisted living staff, on the other hand, builds trust with the residents and their loved ones to let everyone in on the day-to-day care and to let everyone rest assured that that day-to-day care will be delivered at a very high level. The employees are committed to personal well-being and satisfaction for residents, plus as much day-to-day joy as possible. Moving is stressful. If you look at the list of the top 10 stressors in life, moving is one of those. And when people are moving into assisted living and memory care, they've already gone through some losses. A lot of them have lost a spouse. And sometimes they've lost a pet. They've lost their house. So it's really important when they move into an assisted living and memory care community like McKnight Place that they feel connected to the other people living there. And at McKnight Place, boy, they go out of their way with all sorts of programs to keep their residents connected to one another so they feel at home. Including daily happy hour. That's what Jennifer and I always (laughs) zero in on. But they invite you to explore more. They are so happy to send you more information if you'd like to join their waiting list so you don't miss an opportunity to live an active, connected, joyful lifestyle. Call Leslie Kelly or Gretchen today to schedule a tour at 314-993-3333. If you tell them that Jennifer and Wendy sent you, you will receive a special offer. Hey, it's Heidi, and I feel very lucky to love where I live. And I know Lauren Risley feels the same. And her team at Lauren Risley Realty wants you to experience that same great feeling. One of their mottos at Lauren Risley Realty is love where you live 
or move. Dream homes are their specialty. Actually, they do a lot of things right because when you buy or sell a home, it's not just a transaction. What the Lauren Risley team does is build relationships, and I've seen that firsthand. So if you have plans to buy, sell, invest, or just have a question about any of it, call Lauren Risley Realty. 314-775-0684. That's 314-775-0684. You can also email Lauren at hello at LaurenRisleyRealty.com. Do you have a financial plan or a real financial plan? Many advisors build financial plans and fail to account for your largest expense in retirement, taxes. You can't have a financial plan if you don't have a tax plan. There are only two years remaining to take advantage of the opportunity to substantially reduce or eliminate your future taxes before they go up in 2026. You owe it to yourself to learn how to control your taxes in retirement. If you're retired or within five years of retirement with at least $500,000 of investable assets, call 314-641-1010 and reserve your seat with myself, Kevin Lloyd, the host of When Retirement Happens for my next tax seminar, 314-641-1010 or Sign up online at whenretirementhappens.com. Securities and advisory services offered through LPL Financial, a registered investment advisor, member FINRA SIPC. Basement with a Y. That's basement E. It's basement T. Basement E. It's basement T. Oh, basement T. Basement T. I get it. That's the basement waterproofing and foundation repair experts at Woods Basement Systems. Right. The all things basement T experts at Woods Basement Systems will provide you a free estimate and dry up that wet basement and fix that cracked foundation. Call 800-388-9326 or go online to WoodsBasementSystems.com. That's WoodsBasementSystems.com. St. Louis Ambush Indoor Soccer is back this Saturday at 6.05. It's Steamers, Storm, and the Ambush Alumni Night with autograph sessions and alumni halftime game. Plus, attend the Ambush 2 game immediately following. Get tickets and information at stlambush.com. Watch your favorite team, eat your favorite food. It's the Village Bar. You've heard about the world-famous cheeseburger. Stop by and check it out. Even better, bring your friends on your way to the game, after the game, or just watching the game. Food, sports, and a cold beer. We'll see you at the Village Bar. Jennifer and Wendy's Song of the Day. On the Big 550. KTRS. At the Grammys last night, the acclaimed and reclusive Tracy Chapman uh, played Fast Car with Luke Combs. And Combs famously covered this 1988 hit last year. Uh, the success of Combs' cover helped Tracy Chapman make history. Fast Car became the first song written entirely by a black woman to top the Billboard country charts, also the first to win Song of the Year at the Country Music Awards in 2023. So here it is from last night's Grammys, part of Fast Car by Tracy Chapman singing with Luke Combs. I got a job that pays all our bills. Stay out drinking late at the bar. For your friends and you do your kids. I'd always hope for better. But maybe together you and me find it. I got no plans. I ain't going nowhere. Take your best car and keep on driving.
And that's from their live performance last night at the Grammys. Tracy Chapman looked exactly the same Jennifer, except for her gray hair. Jennifer, that was exactly the point I was going to make because I, I had to Google it. She released Fast Car, Fast Cars when Chris and I were married 35 years ago. And the only – if you removed the hair – if you just covered the hair and you just had face to face, she has the greatest she, sweet smile. I That's love her. She. Love her, and I just I'm so happy that it's it's really neat because you know Kate was saying that you get to familiarize yourself with these artists that otherwise you would not have even known because they had their commercial moment and then you know they just sort of live off of whatever they live off of, but for this woman to get this kind of a kiss, this infusion of cash. Because she wrote this song that right. became a mega hit. It was a lot like Dolly Parton and Whitney Houston with I Will Always Love You. So I yeah, didn't know so she neat. was from Cleveland, and she's still very active in yeah. Cleveland uh, with scholarships for young children and what have you. By the way, while we're on the subject of music, uh, Mark joined his friends as a bartender at the KC Hall in Highland on Saturday because Ruby Lee performed. And Mark and I saw Ruby Lee a couple of years ago when she was 14 at the Old Time pub in Highland on a Sunday afternoon. She was playing Elvis music. She was with her parents. And so Mark said it was so exciting to see 500 people. Some came from as far away as Canada to see Ruby Lee. And he said there was a point at which she invited nine and 10 year olds up on the stage with her and said that was so important to her when she was nine or 10 and starting to play that uh, it was really touching to see her. So that, that is wonderful. That young woman has... A big career ahead ahead of her, probably at the Grammys. <laughs> yes, probably, probably at the Grammys, absolutely, or the Grammars. <laughs> um, did you share your quote? Oh, I did not, but I do have one. I have to look it up now. I wrote it down this morning. Uh, Leo Tolstoy: Music is the shorthand of emotion. Oh boy, and Tolstoy. That was that was, <laughs> that was true last night. Uh-huh. Uh, that really was true last night. Um, another shorthand for emotion is. Saving money. (laughs) Now that we have your attention, uh, you love fine furniture. We all love fine furniture. And for a little while, it seemed like, especially with shipping and and all of that, that that fine furniture was going to be hard to find, if you will. Well, it's never been hard to find at Miller Furniture. And I, I always want to start with the fact that they have been selling furniture for almost 100 years. Do you know how good you have to be to to be in business doing something for almost 100 years? Uh, you have to be very nearly perfect. And that's what they are at Miller Furniture. And they strive every day to continue that tradition of perfection. And they also respect your bottom line. They are a fourth-generation family-owned business with that flagship location located in Belleville. They have that beautiful location out in Lake St. Louis at the Meadows Shopping Center, Ellisville, right there off of Manchester Road, and then their new second Metro East location in Fairview Heights. Save during their largest sale of the year. This is the half-half price. Can you believe it? Half-price sale. It is happening right now. You save half off their list price on all in-stock furniture and select custom orders. But please act quickly because you know how fast February flies. They have You can save on over $6 million of inventory, but only until February 20th. 
uh, and you don't want to wake up and look at February 21st and go, when was that sale at Ed Miller Furniture over? For a limited time, you can also take 50% off select floor model mattresses or receive a free adjustable base with your purchase of a special order Chatham and Wells mattress. And if you haven't heard, luxurious sleeping is the new thing, and they have everything to set you up at Miller Furniture. Visit MillerFurniture.com. That's M-U-E-L-L-E-R Furniture.com to see their selection and learn more. And please tell them that KTRS sent you. Hey, KTRS listeners, Roger Wiggins in here at Tom Rogers Limited, 6727 West Main in Belleville. Well, all through the month of February during our retirement sale, we're deducting 50% off the regular price of all our remaining beautiful men's and women's apparel and accessories. Nothing is held back. Guys, we have suits $395 for $197.50. We've got sport coach $250 for $125. We've got trousers for $79 now for $39.50. Jeans, $39.50. Gals, we got a great selection of ladies' jeans and pants. So come in, take advantage. We're open Tuesday through Saturday, 930 to 4. Park at the door, walk and get waited on. Don't forget we have our beautiful building for sale on Main Street. Great parking, beautiful apartment above the business, big garage, tons of storage. And if you want to put retail in here, if you buy the building, I'll leave it turnkey. I'll leave all the fixtures for you. So don't forget, this is the last push all through February, 50% off the regular price. Come in, take advantage of these great deals. And as always, I thank you so much for listening to my commercial. Okay, you've decided to redo your bath, and you're looking at these companies that takes them one day to do. All right, hold on a second. Michael's Baths, it takes them 30 years to do a bathroom. Well, not actually. They have 30 years of experience doing it right. So if you want a bathroom done right, you want Michael's Baths. What they do is they take out all the bad stuff, all the mold, all the mildew, all the grout, all the tile, And they install the good stuff, new designs, new solid work, and comes with a lifetime guarantee. Not to mention at Michael's Bass, they do it 30 to 50% cheaper than everybody else. I'll put Michael's Bass and their 30 years of experience up against anybody in town. Not to mention 30 to 50% cheaper. You want to redo your bath? It starts at Michael's Bass. A-plus rating in everything they do. Michael's Baths or michaelsbaths.com. Where is a great time to work on your trees? Hi, I'm Steve with River City Tree Service, your go-to tree service since 2008. Whether you want to trim your trees, need some deadwooding, or you want a tree removed in the stump ground, choose the ISA certified arborist at River City Tree Service in Baldwin. Right now, we're offering a winter special that will save you a lot of money. Call 314-270-8071. That's 314-270-8071. River City Tree Service. Attention seniors, elevate your fitness journey with the Silver Sneakers Program at Club Fitness. Dive into tailored classes from yoga to strength training, all while enjoying the camaraderie of a community focused on your well-being. And the best part? It might be covered by your insurance plan. For class schedules and availability, visit clubfitness.us or drop by any of the 19 locations. Club Fitness and Silver Sneakers, partnering to keep you moving forward. Now back to the Jennifer Blom and Wendy Wee Show on the Big 550 KTRS. Brought to you by STL Medical Weight Loss. See the Dr. Joe difference at stlmedweightloss.com. You know that I called you. I called 
have such yeah. happy news. Dark chocolate is oh. good for your heart health. <laughs> I think we should nominate Jennifer McDaniel Jennifer for president. McDaniel from McDaniel Nutrition Therapy is on the phone with us. Jennifer, good to talk to you again. I accept the nomination, and I just had <laughs> some um, dark chocolate almonds from Trader Joe's. Have you ever had those before, the almonds that are covered in dark chocolate? Oh, I've, yes. I thought, oh, she's got, her, she's got her chocolate voice on, How about Jennifer? the dark chocolate peanut butter cups, Jennifer? Ooh. I mean... What combination is are not great with dark chocolate? <laughs> yeah. Why is it good for us? Well, it contains antioxidants. It contains flavanols that have been shown to help reduce blood pressure, that have been shown to increase something called nitric oxide, um, which helps dilate um, our blood vessels, which increases blood flow around the body. So there's really good evidence that not only dark chocolate, but really... In more potent form, unsweetened cocoa, right? So it's the cocoa that is responsible, that has all these antioxidants that is so good for us. And, um, you know, now it just comes down to, okay, well, how much do we have to eat? And how do we know, you know, that this dark chocolate is good for us? Because there's lots of different forms of chocolate, correct? So Mm -hmm. um, it does get quite complicated, and what I will say is that the research that looks at dark chocolate and, and unsweetened cocoa powders, you know, they typically do research studies so they can keep it nice and consistent with products that researchers create, like pills and supplements. And when these research studies have been done, they give people about 500 milligrams of flavanols, and that's what's been shown to be so protective with heart health. But when it comes to, okay, so how much flavanol content is in my dark Hershey's bar, you know, it's really not that much. It only comes to down to like 100 milligrams in a, you know, one of those just regular size bars. So do we have to eat five, you know, dark chocolate bars to get that benefit? And that's, that's what we would, we would have to do. And that's actually probably not the best thing for heart health, right? Because now mm-hmm. we've got too many calories and we've got too much fat that sort of negates the, negates the issues or negates the benefits. So, when I am educating my clients on, okay, how do we get benefits from, from chocolate? I say, if you can include unsweetened cocoa powder somehow in your diet, um, you could stir it in your morning oatmeal. You could, you could add it to coffee. You could put it in your smoothies. That is a wonderful way to get flavanols because, you know, a tablespoon of unsweetened cocoa powder gives you, what, like 25 calories or something. And then to include a square or two of a high-quality dark, dark chocolate. I, I follow you on Instagram as as many people do, and what what I have found from your the the whole dark chocolate thing is once you get used to it, it kind of keeps you from going back to the milk chocolate, and it's it is actually incredibly satisfying, but you don't need as much of it because it doesn't taste as good as like see, milk chocolate to me <laughs> but i still think i you, you still get that sense that you're having chocolate right so uh-huh. it it's it's kind of strange the effect that it has had on on me i mean i have other yeah. problems like if you can go to work on my asiago bagel addiction <laughs> then have at it but like chocolate well, stick with chocolate right now which yeah. you're winning at you're totally winning at this you know what I like to equate this to? I used to drink I used to drink my coffee with a lot of stuff, a lot of milk, a lot of sugar, you know, frappuccino style, right? That's what we would call milk chocolate or, or white chocolate, even worse, which has no flavonoids in it at all. We would call that the frappuccino of chocolate. But when we get to drinking it, now I, now I 
I, it took me six months, but now I just drink my coffee black. And I love it that way. And it has, you know, it's got all the great antioxidants in the coffee. So it's sort of similar as what you're saying, Wendy. It's like, okay, it is an acquired taste. And if you are going to be having the 85%, you know, cocoa solids in a dark chocolate bar, that is a bit more bitter. It doesn't have nearly as much sugar in there. And so it, it is something that we do have to acquire a taste for. And so my other thing is, like, if you love chocolate, I mean, because I loved my dark chocolate almonds, and they probably don't have a lot of flavanols. I'm not really doing that for heart health. I'm doing that for pleasure. I'm doing that for my mood, right, because that does help me to feel better. So we just want to think about why am I doing what I'm doing. And if someone really is trying to reap the heart health benefits, then, yes, they're going to have to do what Wendy has done. And just to sort of give themselves a chance to get used to this more bitter flavored chocolate. Jennifer, are there other foods from which we could get cocoa flavonoids? Yes. The flavonoids can be found in lots of different foods. You can find them in apples. You can find them in green and black tea, grapes. I mean, if you just Google flavonoids, flavonoids, um, you can see lot, and there's, there's different categories of them, right? But the ones that are similar to what we find in cocoa, you find it in other foods as well. So, you know, if I had an apple with my lunch and some green tea and some chocolate, I'm doing my heart a good job. Mm. Why does it make (laughs) us feel better? Why does chocolate make us feel better? Is it just women or is it everybody? Oh, I think, oh, I, oh, my husband would attest that I have trained him to have chocolate after (laughs) lunch every day too. He blames that on me, but yeah, I mean, I think it makes everyone feel better. It's been making people feel better since ancient years, you know, I mean, the, the theobromine that's in there, which is a chemical that lifts mood, the the small amount of caffeine that's included, the mouthfeel, the taste, you know, the, the little hit of sugar. There's so many reasons why chocolate is wonderful for us. But is there, and, um, Go ahead. I'm sorry, Jennifer. Is there a hormonal component? Because there certainly seems to be. Um, Well, yes. You know, we do see that anything that has some kind of carbohydrate, there are some sort of chemicals within chocolate that increase our neurotransmitters or those those good feelings that occur. And, And that can happen with lots of different foods, but certainly it happens with chocolate. And there's also nutrients in that, you know, like magnesium specific to women and Um, That can be very important. And there's actually even some fiber. I mean, if you look at a dark chocolate bar, you'll notice a couple grams of fiber in there, you know, uh, uh, at least I think around three grams. So there's lots of different attributes about chocolate that make it good for us, that can make it good for our overall health. Um, There's research in there that talks about it even being good for our skin. So um, when I'm picking out a dark chocolate bar, What I like to do is, in addition to just looking at the percent cocoa powder or cacao powder that's in the product, I will turn it around and look at the ingredient list. The first ingredient really should be some sort of cocoa solids, cocoa liqueur, cocoa butter. If it's sugar as the first ingredient, then you know that that ingredient is the largest amount by weight in the product. So you really want to look at the ingredient list when you're picking out your dark chocolate bars. Jennifer, on our Royal Banks, Missouri text line, somebody from the 314 area code is asking uh, what percentage of dark chocolate is the best to get. They get confused with all the different bars. Yes. So the research is most strongly um, showing that anything above 80, 85%, 85%, 90% is really where you're going to get the most heart health benefit. Now, that doesn't mean that the chocolate that I, I like 70, 72%. That's what t- my taste buds prefer. 
And there still is some benefit in that amount as well. You're just not going to get quite as many flavonoids as you would in the higher percentage. Somebody else is asking if there are flavonoids in wine as well. And they're asking there you about resveratrol. <laughs> is that what it's called? Resveratrol, yes. Resveratrol. Yes. I, I, I would. There are some. There absolutely are some. The research related to wine and heart health, though, is is pretty mixed and well it's not mixed it's it's actually more in favor of alcohol is not necessarily that great for heart health long term right Mm -hmm. so very small amounts uh fine you know but um anything really above uh five ounces a couple times a week becomes more problematic than it becomes helpful towards our heart health and are flavonoids an anti-inflammatory somebody is asking Yes, yes, they are. They they act as an antioxidant, and so and so they they act in different ways. But yes, they do have antioxidant properties, and that's one of the reasons why we see benefits. Because anything related to heart health is wow. If we can get inflammation down, you know, in our body, that is supporting our overall heart health as well. As well as some of the research looked at insulin sensitivity and the inflammatory properties there showed that, you know, we got a little bit more sensitive sensitivity when it comes to insulin, which is great for for diabetes and are reducing our risk for diabetes. This should be a regular segment. We'll call it Dark Chocolate with Jennifer (laughs) McDaniel. Jennifer McDaniel, the owner of McDaniel Nutrition Therapy. She's all over social media. You can follow her on Instagram. Jennifer, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you, Jennifer. It It was a pleasure. All right, take care. And don't forget to brush your teeth after you eat that chocolate (laughs) or any other food. Are you looking for a dentist? May we suggest Baldwin Dental Care. They have a new patient special. Comprehensive exam, four x-rays, an oral cancer screening, and a cleaning, all for $99 or $100 credit on your account. They've been doing this for half a century. They offer affordable payment options, Saturday hours, evening hours. When you walk in the door at Baldwin Dental Care, they hand you a comfort menu because they say we remember what it was like to be a patient. And one of the things that means is we get it if you have anxiety in the dental chair, we'll take good care of you. And they do. Dr. Kimberly Simons is the owner. It's the largest female-owned dental practice in the state of Missouri. They are waiting for you. And it doesn't really matter where you live. I think you'll find it well worth the drive to Baldwin. You can give them a call at 636-227-2552. Again, the new patient special, a comprehensive exam, four x-rays, an oral cancer screening, and a cleaning, all for $99 or $100 credit on your account. Just Google Baldwin Dental Care, and if you stop in, please tell them Jennifer and Wendy sent you. Got gold? Get green at Jewels on Hampton. Jewels on Hampton pays the most for your precious metals. Jewelry, gems, currency, antiques, and collectibles. Jewels on Hampton buys precious and semi-precious gems and stones, scrap gold, and sterling silver. Jewels on Hampton buys and sells paper money, wristwatches, and pocket watches. They even take pianos and cars. To sum up, bring your gold chains, bracelets, rings, coins, dental gold, and more to Jewels on Hampton. 4506 Hampton Avenue in St. Louis. And get green. Online at JewelsOnHampton.com. When you go when you get your car washed, do you really care which car wash you go to? Yes, because not all car washes are created equal. Country Club Car Wash is the local family-owned and family-operated car wash since 1989. All these other ones that are popping up, they're all run by out-of-town hedge funds. Keep it local. Keep it great. Touchless car washes. No brushes. Inside and out. Five area locations. Country Club Car Wash or ccwstl.com. 
2024 is really adding up this month at Renewal by Anderson. First, get 24% off all Renewal by Anderson energy-efficient windows and doors. The Fibrex windows that are two times stronger than vinyl and come in nine exterior colors. Then take advantage of zero down, zero interest, and zero payments for 24 months. That's serious savings in 2024. Only at Renewal by Anderson. For your free in-home consultation, call 1-877-WINDOWS or visit RBAS for nearly three decades, there have been celebrations, excitement, moments, and memories. 30 years of arch madness at Enterprise Center. And it begins here in downtown St. Louis. The 2024 State Farm Missouri Valley Conference Men's Basketball Championship, presented by Valley Sports Midwest and Great Southern Bank, tips off March 7th through 10th. Celebrate 30 years of Arch Madness at Enterprise Center. Get your tickets now at archmadness.com. Jackson Hewitt offers you the biggest refund guaranteed or your money back plus a hundred bucks. Hurry into Jackson Hewitt today. Now back to the Jennifer Blome and Wendy Wee Show on the Big 550 KTRS. Brought to you by STL Medical Weight Loss. See the Dr. Joe difference at stlmedweightloss.com. It's 11.53 and we don't have a lot of time, but The Greatest Night, Pop Music's Greatest Night, what's the documentary? The Greatest Night in Pop Music okay. on Netflix. We, You and I both watched it. You've seen it twice. I watched it a second time with my friends Patty and Ben. It's fabulous. It's so good. And I don't ever want you to accuse yourself of being culturally illiterate again, because the man that we all love and know, McGraw-Millhaven, said to Zach, his producer this morning, what's the, what's the, oh gosh, what's the guy's name? The, 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 the uh, African-American, um, he's blind and he has braids. <laughs> well, everybody can't know everything, nor can they call it the mind. But Stevie Wonder, <laughs> you know, I can't. Stevie Wonder, I, mean, I was like, she can never say that she listen, doesn't. But then he, I think he said, he said, I just have a mental block because, you know, Stevie Wonder it was like so many artists of our generation. They hit it big. They make a mountain of money. And then if you can't, if you don't, you know, you don't, you're not video friendly or you're, you know, you've aged out, then you kind of disappear. So I could see how he couldn't call his, uh, his, his name to mind. Well, the thing I wonder about the greatest night in pop music, which was shot in 1985, when they were doing We Are the World. So it's all behind the scenes. It's pre-internet, pre-phones, pre... You could see in the background Willie Nelson uh, and some other stars who were not featured prominently. So why did they do the interviews with just the people they did interviews with, like Kim Carnes? And uh, was it Billy Joel? I mean, it's just because they were the big stars at the time. Yes. Did it have anything to do? Because I also thought Ken Cragen, he was the powerhouse manager at the time. And I thought some of those were his clients. His clients, okay. Did you pick up on, I thought it was uh, interesting, Dionne Warwick, there was like a little bit of hesitation when she said, yeah, they've they've put me with Willie Nelson. So, yeah, I don't know how that's going to go. Well, I thought it was more curious and she trusted the producer because when they said, you're with Willie Nelson, she did say something, hmm, now that's interesting. And it was. 
hearing those two voices together. You would not think of putting, I would not think of putting them together. But it was magic. It and, was. And, and not only that, but like Huey Lewis and Cindy Lauper. And I thought Huey Lewis into Cindy Lauper and Al Jarreau, who apparently had been overserved. But Al Jarreau, and then who was he? Who was he paired with? All of them, all of the voices, just that's, but that's Quincy Jones. I mean, that's what he brings is that he was the best. Yes, he is a genius. And just if you like anything behind the scenes, the other thing I wondered is why did they wait so long? I know that documentary, The Summer of Soul, came out either last summer or the summer before. That was from 1969. Right. And so why did they wait with all this footage from 1985 about shooting that We Are the World? And I didn't remember until you said so that every radio station played it. It was at the same time. At the same time. Yeah. Um, and the I thought Quincy Jones had a sign over the door that said, check your egos at the door. Yes. I thought they were going to include that. I didn't see it. In yes, the, they did. Oh, they did. Yes. It was in the documentary. I watched it twice. So. Oh, I didn't see it. <laughs> there I, is there's some mention of that. Okay. But it's really wonderful. The Greatest Night in Pop Music. It is on Netflix. Have you seen it, it yet, take, Connor? It will take you. I don't know that they I would. I have not. I don't know. And, and this is something that has been interesting to me because... I don't know if younger people would care any more than we would care about the same kind of thing mm-hmm. if it was our parents' generation. Yeah, maybe. Because they they don't know who these artists Except were. Except some of the artists are still around. That's Yeah, that is okay. very true. We're out of time, everyone. Thank you for joining us. John Carney, Julie Buck, up next. Just to have a laugh or sing a song. Valentine's Day is here. This year, give the ultimate gift. Name a star after your sweetheart. This is Rocky Moselle with International Star Registry. For 45 years, we've named millions of stars for celebrities, dignitaries, and individuals worldwide. For $59 and a call to 800-282-3333 or visit StarRegistry.com, you can give the most memorable gift. The star you name will be recorded in book form in the U.S. Copyright Office. Visit StarRegistry.com or call 800-282-3333.